guys, my name is Carlos Renesso. I'm a filmmaker and cinephile, and on this podcast, we're going to be covering classic cinema, my favorite cinema, and just movies that I've seen recently. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Speak Film. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Speak Film. Today, we're going to cover Atlantics, a 2019 film on Netflix, directed by Mati Dio. Now, I was four minutes into the movie when I just realized and I couldn't help but notice that these are some great faces that I'm seeing. These men who haven't been paid at a construction site, they're complaining to their supervisor. And I couldn't help but notice all their handsome faces and, and faces that I haven't seen in American cinema, black faces, and but also desperate faces. And one of those men or one of those young men is Solomon. He happens to be one of the leads in the film. And as he's going home, the camera focuses on the ocean as nearby. And there's these massive waves, massive ocean waves that are crashing and we can hear it on the soundtrack, but we can also hear the, the score of the film. And it's this really rich, uh, but surreal uh, uh, musical score. I, I'm not sure how to describe it, but the, the sound design and the visual is really one. Uh, the image and the sound design in the film, they are they become one. They're one and the same. And only four or five minutes into the film, the musical score and the sound design, it really so- sets the, the mood for the film. And just to give you a synopsis of the film, it's about Solomon's girlfriend, Ada, who we meet a little later on. And she is due to get married to another man, a rich man. But of course, she doesn't love him. She loves Solomon. And they plan to meet up that night at the neighborhood bar. But she finds out that he's gone to Spain with his friends, co-workers. She's, he's gone to Spain uh, by boat in order to, uh, to find work. And of course, we've seen shots of those, those ocean waves. And he doesn't make it. He ends up uh, dying. Then Ada gets married, and on her wedding night, she reveals to her friends that she will never love Omar. And her friend replies, who says you have to? Because basically Omar, to her friends, offers financial security for the rest of her life. Uh, But that night, at the home of the wedding, which I guess is is the rich husband's uh, house, there's a fire. Uh, the bed catches on fire, and police, they suspect that it's Solomon that did this. I guess out of jealousy. We meet the police inspector character, and he's really focused on solving this case. But then something happens in the film. The film takes a surreal turn, with a little over 50 minutes in. Ada's friends are also sick, and at night they become possessed. They have these white eyes, and they demand money for the tower site. They walk in unison, possessed, to the boss's house, demanding the money. Now, as I'm watching this, I don't know what the hell is going on. The film does a really good job of not letting you know and not letting you in until it wants to. It gives you just the right amount of information to keep you interested and curious. Meanwhile, Ada is going through hell. Her parents make her take a virginity test. She passes it, and the nurse tells her mom, Congratulations. It's basically like a badge of honor. Also, not to mention, Ada is tormented about Solomon's death. 
She's in a marriage that she doesn't want to be in. And she has to worry about this police inspector going after her and trying to solve this case. Fanta, one of Ada's friends, mentions that something took hold of her last night and that a spirit got in through her belly button. But I'm still thinking, what the hell is going on? I'm thinking the police inspector is just having a heat stroke. But it turns out he's also possessed. He shows up and shows himself to Ada and he has the white eyes and he says he's Solomon and she looks at him in the mirror and it's Solomon's flesh that she sees. So basically Solomon's spirit has taken over the police inspectors and Solomon's friends who also died out at sea have taken over Ada's friends and, and their spirit. It's essentially a ghost story but it's so much more. The film is set up for the finale to be a reunion between Ada and Solomon. Solomon, of course, being the police inspector. It's interesting and funny because the police inspector doesn't know a spirit takes over him at night. All he knows is that he's asleep until he sees himself on tape. The reunion takes place at the neighborhood bar and the cinematography uses the use of mirrors in order to show Solomon back in the flesh reunited with Ada. They hug closely and tightly and kiss and Ada whispers, I knew you'd be back. I have to say that their reunion, it's real, but it also seems surreal. And it seems like a memory. And I think she even whispers, some memories are omens. And it's almost unreal that he's back, but you can't help but believe it because it's, it's happening in front of your eyes. The last shot is a close-up of Ada looking into the mirror, but she's really looking at us, letting us know she'll be okay. She's a woman now. The cast of Atlantics is really memorable. Real friendships. They don't seem like actresses at all. They lived the life before the camera started rolling. Shot in the Car Senegal, directed by Matite Diop. She's the first black woman to direct a film featured in competition at Cannes. She also won the Cannes Grand Prix. I definitely recommend Atlantics. And if you really want to watch more meditative and reflective films, you can pair up Atlantics with a film called Uncle Boomy, who can recall his past lives, which is one of Apichat Pong's works. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. That's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Speak Film. Next episode, we'll talk about Train to Busan. Until next time, peace.